You are listening to TLRStation.com. Worldly Connections is all about bringing magic into your life. Janet Wizawadi, visionary coach and consultant, is on a mission to empower people to keep moving forward, have a vision, and trust that something good will come of it. Worldly Connections inspires listeners to live happy and be happy through the power of conversation and positive energy from Janet and other experts who believe that life is a team sport and when you work together, miracles happen. And now, here is your host, Janet Wizawati. Good morning and welcome to Worldly Connections on TLRStation.com. Today we've got a really interesting guest. I was fortunate enough to meet Christina Kalis uh, when I was in Assisi, and I think that's probably about five years ago now. And very impressed with her, and we had so much fun together. And she's out there doing so much in the world that I wanted to bring her to share you with you, uh, share her with you. And she's going to talk to us about who is your Aphrodite and why is she important to us today. So welcome, Christina Kalis, to our show. Oh, hello, Janet. Thank you so much for having me. And it was six years ago, if you can believe that. Wow. Six <laughs> years ago done that, during that magical time in Italy. Yes, um, I'm so happy to be here. Great. Yeah, we shut down the cafe and they still brought us uh, cappuccinos, didn't they, up on the piazza? <laughs> they did. The coffee never ended, neither did the never conversation. Ended. <laughs> well, that's Italy for you. <laughs> yeah, so let's bring a little bit of that with us today. So yes. um, tell me a little bit more about Aphrodite. Uh, I know it's a Greek goddess and some people might not know that, but um, just share a little bit more and why is she so important to us today? Well, Aphrodite, like you said, she is an ancient Greek goddess and she is usually known as the goddess of love. But she's also the goddess of beauty, pleasure, and magic. There is a magic about her because love is magic. It's alchemical. It transforms you. So Aphrodite is so important today, Janet, because we have swung so much in the direction of the masculine um, we value the things that are masculine more without even realizing it and without even thinking of it in those terms. So can I take a moment just to ex explain the masculine and feminine a little bit in the way that I work with it? Definitely. Go ahead. Okay. So the masculine is logical. It's linear. It is something you can touch with your five senses. It's measurable. It is structure. It is... It, Something that you can see, touch, feel, taste, and you, you can actually witness it in what we think of as our everyday senses. The feminine is organic. It's flowing. It doesn't have a shape. Its shape changes all the time. It's constantly changing. It is not linear, not at all. It is expansive. It is... Um, free. There's a real freeness to it as well. And a good metaphor for this, or a good analogy rather, is a wine glass and the wine. So if you have the wine glass, that's the masculine. It's the structure. It holds it. If you have the wine, 
it's what goes into the wine glass. The two are necessary and they need to work together. They are, they're much more beautiful together because if you have just the wine glass, which is the structure, but without the wine, then what is it doing? It has nothing to do. It's, it's empty. It's dry. It doesn't have, you know, that juiciness. It doesn't have something to fill it or purpose even. And if you have the wine on its own, Without the wine glass, well, it's just a big splat on the carpet that you think, oh, just I have to go clean that up. It has no form. It has no form. It has no shape. It has nothing to flow along like the river and the riverbanks. So I think that's a good analogy to think of the masculine and feminine. Now, what has happened is that we have too many wine glasses and we don't have enough of the wine. There's not enough of that moment to take a sip. To, to actually value the fact that, okay, the wine glass stays, you wash it, it's still there. And the wine, it goes into us, it imbues us with good things, antioxidants, for one. Um, <laughs> warmth, warm summer nights in Italy, for example, that feeling of there's something more. Um, and this is not in any way, in any way, encouragement to go out drinking a lot of wine or anything like that. But um, it's it's something that's scrumptious and we don't do enough of it because we feel like we have to achieve more, achieve more. The measurable, the money, the buildings, the structures um, and not enough of the spirit, not enough of the love, not enough of love takes a back burner so often in life and yet it's what most of us want more than anything else and that's why it's important Aphrodite is being the goddess of love she's an archetype and an archetype is a pattern of behavior which is a little bit restrictive it's a pattern of being she's also a force of nature and she is unapologetically feminine. And this is not just for women now, even though mostly women uh, come to I, Aphrodite. Um, it's not just for women, it's for men as well. So, But she's unapologetically feminine. By that, we mean nature. We mean that free energy. We mean the love. We mean the organic. And she is what gives us joy. You know, you have the building, the structure, that is a house. She is the spirit of home. That's what, I, that's what I mean when I talk about feminine and masculine. Because sometimes it gets people's backs up. Um, they think it's gender-based and, and they'll say, well, I'm a woman, but I have those masculine qualities. So does that mean I'm a man? And vice versa. No, it doesn't. We all have masculine and feminine energies within us. And what I mean by it is the difference in the energy states rather than genders. Um, and it's just such an easy way to think about it because it's so immediate, Right here, right now, it's visceral. You understand masculine and feminine. We get that. If we use terms like hunter and gather, that it's too abstract. Do you know that's millions of years in the past? So what we are all wanting and yet always putting in, on the back burner is that spirit of love and magic. And that's what Aphrodite is about. And you're known as the magic-making maven. Maven, is it? Triple M. And the lucky charm for love and, and uh, your dreams. So how can we bring that Aphrodite in to 
our businesses and stuff because that's part of it, right? So many women have these dreams of their businesses and that. But what I see lots of times that they're so focused on that, what you would call the masculine, the structure that they forget that other flowing energy is what really will create it, correct? Oh, yes. Oh, definitely. Um, And that's a really, really good example of where to use this energy. So, yeah, in business, uh, we, the masculine is structures again. It's when we have our banking automated. It's when we have our autoresponders, our mailing list automated. It's when we have our website perfect, says the woman who is constantly working on her website. But um, it's the, we have that masculine side, the structures in there. And it's so important to have those in there. Absolutely important because when we have those, it's very freeing. And then we can flow. We know everything is working. PayPal set up or credit card processing is set up or whatever it is for entrepreneurs, especially if they're online. Um, That's set up. Okay, it's working away. It's doing its thing and it supports that feminine energy, which is creativity as well. Sorry, I meant to mention that earlier. Creative energy is Mm -hmm. the feminine. Aphrodite is very creative. I mean, she had um, so many children, for example. But um, so once that's in place, then we do need to have that time to be free, to be creative. Because yes, a lot of women do get stuck on the masculine side because that's that's the way the world is geared um, towards business. Uh, Though there is a change coming in, you do see it, especially with more women entrepreneurs. But it's so easy to get stuck into that environment, especially for women who aren't entrepreneurs, who work in a corporate environment. You know, it's especially challenging for them to bring it in there. So, because uh, their whole environment, uh, their contract, if you will, is set up to produce in a very masculine way. So that, that's when it's especially important to take some time. And it doesn't take much, Janet. This is the thing. It doesn't take much to go into that energy, but it does take practice. And like anything else, like your yoga, like your weightlifting, like your meditation, it takes practice. But you can be on your lunch break and you can just go and do a meditation. I do story streams. I've recorded story streams. Take 10 minutes to go and make up, listen to one of my story streams or go and make up a story in your head, make up a love story, make up some other story, go into that creative space. That's what we need to keep doing, especially when it comes to business. And you work with people on both levels, like on their personal, you know, relationship, but also business as well, right? And because so many of us are busy, some people are working you know, a job out, uh, you know, like a corporate job, but trying to build a business, they have families, uh, they're always busy. So how do you go about helping people create that? And then can you talk a little more about your story streams? Of course, of course. So uh, I often find that people come in for sessions and it'll be about something about heartbreak or anxiety or self-esteem. And then at some point, Janet, I find myself doing website reviews for their website as well, (laughs) which is, and the point of that is that we also have to integrate more. 
or it would it, we don't have to nobody has to do anything but it would really serve us to integrate more and again that feminine energy is more um it, it connects us more it's very connecting energy and that includes parts of our life um so you know, going from the old school of thought, which is you have your corporate job or whatever job, you have it there, you finish at five o'clock, you go home, you do dinner, and then you do the homework with the kids, and then you do this. Um, an integration is needed. And it's very simple. It does not have to be complicated. Again, just infuse those moments of magic those moments of feeling like you're part of something bigger. You're, you know, a higher source if you're that way inclined. Or for people that, say, are atheists, they can tap into this too. Because even somebody, you know, most of us, I think, uh, that tend to gravitate towards this work, tend to be spiritual or have some connection with source. But somebody, say, who's an atheist can as well, because atheists have um, values. They have something that is important to them, a vision, a value, connect into that. It's possible for everybody. And simple enough, five minutes, just five minutes and give yourself that. Five minutes to sit down and go into your head. Go, and I, I say this as a therapist because I am a trained, qualified therapist and I do that um, most days of the week. Go into fantasy. Was it Tolkien who said, just like any prisoner of war, when the mundane traps you, you have an obligation to escape. And fantasy is one of those ways you can do so. It's healthy. You know, living in it every day, every minute of the day, every day of the week is not healthy. But five minutes, it is like an elixir. You know, it's an elixir of, of feeling like something bigger. There's something more. It's, it's a mood booster. So it can be that simple. Absolutely that simple. Wow. Um, I'm, we're going to take a break. But just before we take a break, I just want to make a comment and see if that fits in with what you're talking as an example. I've uh, read about prisoners of war who have been confined to... Um, uh, being alone, isolation, but they've recreated a, a whole world in their head. And that's when they've come away. Uh, one man actually uh, was a, a golfer and he did very well when he got out, even though he hadn't golfed for all these years. But in his mind every day to escape that isolation, he went in his mind and he played a golf game. And uh, so it's that... I know that's a little bit out of the, on the extreme side, but would you say like just even taking that little bit of time as an escape, but also as a creation, right? That's why I love you, Jana. You bring such beautiful examples. <laughs> into it. You, uh, you're, a, you're a font of amazing information. <laughs> um, that's, okay. 
that's a that's a beautiful example and it is extreme but sometimes the extreme can really um shed a light on what we're talking about um exactly that because because a lot of us are prisoners of war a lot of us live in isolation a lot of a lot of us just have social media for example to connect so many people are alone these days and lonely um so yes absolutely you do that in your head and and when you do it, we can. I know we'll talk about this after the break. When you start doing it in your head like that, you you start to create it in your outer world as well. So great. Okay, yes. we're going to a break, and when we come back, we'll be talking some more with Christina Kalis, and I want her to share stuff about story streams, how you can get in touch with her, and so much more. Thank you, Christina. And now for a break. Need to book an appointment with a holistic health provider or find resources and products in Edmonton and surrounding area? Not exactly quite sure who to contact or where to begin your search? Your Holistic Earth is the only online holistic marketplace that connects people like you who need help to the holistic health practitioners who provide a complete range of professional services and products. Look no further. Your Holistic Earth is your online holistic marketplace for a healthier and happier you. For everything holistic, visit yourholisticearth.ca. That's yourholisticearth.ca. Welcome back to Worldly Connections, the second half, and we're speaking with Christina Kalis, and we're talking about who is Aphrodite and how is she important to us today? And before the break, uh, Christina was talking about uh, how we need to take those breaks and use our imagination and bring more of the feminine, more of the flow into our lives and not so much the structure. Structure is good. We need structure, but it's that flow that helps us bring that creativity. So Christina, we were talking before the break about story streams. Can we go into that a little more and how I guess we use our imagination because through those story streams, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, story streaming is a method that I created a few years ago. Um, what it is, it's taking the power of story, taking the law of attraction and taking sometimes each person's individual needs and desires because I do story streaming on a one-on-one basis and sometimes the broader desires that we share and simply put it's creating a new story and as you create this new story uh, you start to as you start to create it in your head you also see it manifesting becoming real in the tangible world, in the physical. Now, um, story is something we cannot escape from. It is part of the human condition. Uh, We tell ourselves stories all the time, and sometimes they can be big, complex stories, such as, oh gosh, um, an example is when somebody is in a fairly new relationship and they see something on Facebook, because face it, that's today's world, um, that their new partner has put up there and maybe the partner's ex has commented on it and all of a sudden the stories start to create in the head and is this happening and is that happening and are they meeting and is it over and is there something that is going on there and it can have a complexity that would rival some of the best romance writers as far as 
all these things and it's our fears coming up and our fears and our anxieties and those suspicions are nothing but a story because they're suspicious. They're not based on anything. Now, what I saw was we can take that, we can take that fear-based, anxiety-ridden tendency to create these stories and turn them around into something very positive. So why don't we flip it around? Why don't we start telling new stories? Why don't we take a kernel of something because that example, it started with a kernel, a comment on Facebook. Take a kernel of something, maybe our deepest desire, maybe our, I want a lover who adores me and that I adore, that we understand each other, that we can speak with our eyes. And some may say that's overly romantic, but it does happen. There's no such thing as overly romantic, just romantic. Anyway, and you start creating a story from that. So what does that look like? What does it feel like, first of all? Where are you? Add in the details. Are you in a ski lodge on a, you know, on a holiday in a ski lodge? Are you on a tropical island? Are you in Tahiti? Are you, know, are, are you in a bed and breakfast in Vermont? And you start adding the details. And what does it feel like? And how does it feel like to hold hands? And how do I feel, and this is a big one, how do I feel when that love is directed towards me? And in that way, it starts to become therapeutic because sometimes people find that I feel nervous. I don't believe it can happen. And through that story, streaming, Things can be uncovered, blocks can be uncovered, and as they're uncovered, they, you go through them and all of a sudden the heart expands and the story continues. Um, and really, if, if there's one, if I can sum up everything I do, Jana, in one phrase, it's I free hearts, it's heart freedom. It's freeing hearts. It's, attracting love is easy once your heart is free. But if your heart isn't free, it's very difficult. Um, so it's freeing your heart. And as you do, your heart expands. When you think about when you're in the cinema and you're watching a great story on the screen and you forget your everyday surroundings, you forget every day, everything else and you're immersed in that story, doesn't a part of you just expand? Do you know that feeling? I'm sure you've experienced it. Well, in in books too, like when we read a story, that uh, that we get right into the heart of it. Right? We, when you're really into a book, nothing else around you exists. You are right there. I listen to a lot of talking books because when I'm traveling in that, and same thing. Like I'm totally focused on that, and and I like how how you do the positive because that's so important to switch it around and uh, I've had the same experience we all have right we've had an argument with somebody and we go home and we rewrite that whole argument I should have said this I should have said that and to switch it around to the positive because then if we get in the habit of right because it's all about habits mm -hmm. we get in the habit of looking at and say wow what if I would have said this positive note could that have changed something around but we can rewrite our back history right I had a grade nine student I spoke to a group of grade nines and I had them write 
uh, a thank you letter to themselves, thanking themselves for what they've done and, and stuff like that. And one, one young girl, my heart broke when I talked to her. She says, I, I can't write anything because, uh, I, I have a terrible life. I, I hate my life. And, Aww. and when I'm in a classroom and I've got 40 minutes, it's hard to talk with that you know, that one person. And so she said something about, I wish I says, then write that story, write it like that. And then I had another young girl who had overheard us come up to me and says, can I have another card so I can send it to her? Like powerfully. Yes, yes, yes. Beautiful. Exactly like that. The I wish statement that that young girl started with. And then how, when we bring awareness to it, how easy it was for the other ninth grader to say, can I have a card to write? The love expands. Mm -hmm. The the love Mm -hmm. expands. It's just, it's like you hold up a a light and it, and it expands. So that's, that's beautiful. That's an example. And that statement, those, well, those two words, I wish are Mm -hmm. so powerful. powerful. Is that how you work with people to get over the habits? Like, because it's a step process, right? Habits take, I've heard anywhere from 27 to 30 days of a ha- before something becomes a habit. In, in when you're working with someone, how do you incorporate that into their life? Because sometimes we'll go 10 days and then we'll break. But we have to start from one again, right? We do. We do. Um, we have to start somewhere. We have to have some sort of structure, that masculine again, um, which gives us freedom to go into certain other directions if we need to. So from the beginning, what I do with everybody is I give them something, the number one decree from the Aphrodite Manifesto. And the Aphrodite Manifesto is essentially what I've learned over the years, and I managed to put it into 10 decrees. Janet, this was such a big challenge for me because I write long, I talk long. Um, So to get it into a one page was a super challenge for me. So the number one thing on there, however, which I really would love to share with everybody, because if there's one takeaway from today, this is it. Okay, please. (laughs) It's, it's what I call the impeccable commitment. And it, I'll read it straight from the manifesto for you. I make an impeccable commitment to make my well-being my top priority. Nothing is more important. I deserve it and I'm allowed. Christina, can we end on that note because I really believe that that people need to digest that. Yes. But they also might want more of that and they can get that manifesto, can they not, from your website? And can you share how people can get in touch with you? Of course. Um, my website is iaphrodite.com and it's I-A-P-H-R-O-D-I. T-E.com. I spell it out because it's just not it's not an easy name to spell. Um, you can contact me on there. You can also find me on Facebook. Um, it's Christina A. Kalis. Kalis is C-A-E-L-I-S-S. So I'm on there. I'm quite active on there as well. But on the website, iAphrodite, yes, I encourage everybody, go pick up the manifesto. It's for free. It's a PDF that you can print out and 
it's so many years of work that I've done, so many experiences, some of them difficult and painful, some of them joyful, that have led to this manifesto. And it can be your guide for everything. Anxiety hits, um, self-doubt hits, you have a romantic dilemma, go right back to this and it will guide you through. So I would be so delighted if anybody wants it, it's there, it's yours. Well, I'm going to get mine and laminate it and put it on my mirror. (laughs) I love you, Janet. (laughs) Well, Christina, I'm so grateful that you came on the show today. And uh, this has been great. And I look forward to staying connected and hearing what else you have to do. And, of course, on one of my goals there is to come to Ireland and see you. So thank you again. And have a wonderful day. Thank you, Janet, for having me. It's pure pleasure, and I can't wait to see you again, dear. Are you interested in appearing on Worldly Connections, ready to work together and make miracles happen? Then Janet wants to hear from you. Contact her at Janet at FamilyConnect.com. That's Janet at FamilyConnect, spelled C-O-N-N-E-K-T dot com. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. Tune in next week same day and time.